What is going on everyone? My name is Tim Doyle, aka Jim Doyle, and welcome to episode 6 of Back on Top. Let's get right into it. In early March of 2021, I met with Dr. Ivor Rauschbaum at NYU Langone Health. He had worked under Dr. Sarno, and after Sarno died in 2017, Dr. Rauschbaum started leading the clinic. Uh, interestingly enough, Dr. Rauschbaum formerly was a back surgeon, just like Dr. Sarno, but retired from that practice and tra transitioned fully to working with TMS patients. Throughout this journey, I met with two doctors to discuss my MRI results and to heed their advice on how I could fully recover and ret return to a normal active life. And I knew that this third meeting was going to be much different than the first two. The examination right from the, the beginning with Dr. Rashbaum was much different. He started asking me questions about myself and my life. Do you consider yourself to be a good person? Do you feel like you're never good enough? Do you feel like you're always trying to be perfect? As the youngest in your family, do you feel like you have to keep up with everyone else? We then got into discussing my MRI results after he analyzed them. He nonchalantly told me, yep, you've got two very big herniations, but guess what? This herniations are like belly buttons. Everyone's got them. He also told me, for all we know, these herniations could have been there for a long time before you actually knew about them or for actually from when you started feeling pain. His relaxed tone was much different compared to the severe manner in which the first two doctors would talk to me about my MRI. Then Dr. Rashbaum told me that I shouldn't even consider back surgery. He said, trust me, if you needed back surgery, I would tell you to get back surgery. He said, I did a consultation with a guy once and I told him to leave right now and get surgery today. Only the most severe cases where people can't control their blower, bladder or bowel movements should be getting surgery. You're not one of those people. Dr. Rashbaum then proceeded to do a physical examination. This was very similar compared to the test that the previous two doctors had done. However, there was one final test that Dr. Rashbaum did that had not been done on me before. It was a simple test, but a necessary one for him to do. He had me lay on my stomach uh, on his examination table and he started pressing on my skin all over my back to see how, uh, how it would react. I personally couldn't see what was happening, but he called my mom over to show it. He said, you see how when I press on his skin, it turns and stays pink. It doesn't return to its normal co color right away. Dr. Rauschbaum believed that my muscles and nerves were being severely deprived of oxygen and sufficient blood flow. This was perhaps the major reason for why I was feeling pain for such a prolonged period of time. He also explained that from all of his research and all of his experience as a doctor, the only deduction that he could make from this type of skin discoloration is a direct correlation to TMS. As a result, Dr. Rashbaum did believe that I was suffering from TMS. 
While he had pretty much told me that my herniations were not the cause of my pain, I still, in my mind, I just couldn't give up the fact that I did have massive herniations. That was a fact. I was fixated on my MRI. One question that I did have for him was if it was possible to see on my MRI when exactly my herniations occurred or how long I've had these herniations. In my mind, it, you know, my thought process was if I knew that the herniations were there before my pain actually started, well then I would be very confident in what Dr. Rashbaum was telling me. Unfortunately, he said there was really no way of knowing. But he also said it was highly unlikely that these herniations would cause such excruciating pain for months on end without any real progress. My final question that I had for Dr. Rajbaum was the same question that I had for my sister's friend's husband. What's next? What do I do now? You're saying I have TMS, but how do I get rid of this? How do I get rid of my pain? His res response was simple and concise. Read the mind-body prescription. I had read Dr. Sarno's first book, Healing Back Pain, The Mind-Body Connection, but Dr. Rashbaum believed that the mind-body prescription was a more impactful book to read. He explained that if I connected with the book and thought it was helping me, I could then sign up to have a two-session lecture course with him to analyze the book, talk about TMS, and discuss more the back pain medical field on a deeper level. This new plan of action was so different than what I had been doing in many ways. First, and most obviously, the main feature of this new therapy plan was reading and learning about TMS. There was nothing physical that Dr. Rauschbaum said I should or had to do. Second, the time frame for the things that I had to do was much shorter compared to my physical therapy and spinal decompression. For PT, it was one week for the steroid pack, then another week for the cortisone shots, and then another six to eight weeks minimum for PT, none of which was beneficial. For spinal decompression, it was 40 sessions, which I had not finished yet. I was doing four sessions a week, so that's 10 weeks right there. With TMS, read this book and do these two lectures. If you wanted to, you could do that all in three days. Lastly, from a financial perspective, the difference between PT and spinal decompression compared to Dr. Rashbaum's plan was astronomically different. The main aspect of Dr. Rashbaum's plan was reading a book. A copy of the mind-body prescription, well, that costs a full $14. I received my copy of the book in the mail in the first week of March 2021, and it was time to read and get to work on my end. I decided to take the week off from spinal decompression so I could fully focus on reading the book, both physically and more importantly mentally. The book was about 200 pages, so my initial plan was to finish it in three or four days. However, the more I read, the more captivated I became. I read the entire thing in one day. Actually, no, that, that's wrong, actually. I read the entire thing in one sitting. I didn't put the book down until I finished it. The book was truly speaking to me. It really felt like the book was written for me and what I was going through. The mind-body prescription, it's broken down into three parts. Part one is titled uh, The Psychology and Physiology of Mind-Body Disorders. 
Part two is titled The Physical Manifestations of Mind-Body Disorders, and part three is titled The Treatment of Mind-Body Disorders. I'd be doing the first two parts of the book a disservice if I tried to fully explain what Dr. Sarno writes about, but broadly speaking, part one revolves around the relationship between the conscious and unconscious mind. The conscious mind stores all of the thoughts and emotions that we are aware of, while the unconscious mind stores the thoughts and emotions that we are not aware of. Also in this section, Sarno explains the psychological factors that can play a role in TMS. The main psychological factors that Sarno notes are people who fall under two categories known as the good and the perfect. Sarno describes the good as those who need to be liked, approved of, loved, admired, respected, a compulsion to please, to be a nice guy. The perfect are those who constantly feel the need to excel, achieve, succeed, have high expectations, and are very self-critical. In other words, all these feelings and characteristics that Sarno describes for the good and perfect are the things that I personally connect with and internalize. As a result, Sarno emphasized in part two of his book that the combination of the thoughts and emotions stored deeply away in the unconscious mind, combined with the stresses that we place on ourselves, have the very real capability of causing physical pain. Sarno describes this as physical manifestations of mind-body disorders. Pain in your legs, neck, back, and shoulders that we are told is caused from herniated discs might actually just be disguising the true problem, which is TMS. With that being said, Sarno explains that in some cases it may be possible that the body does feel pain when it first begins due to a herniated disc. But prolonged pain would be something much more than just a herniated disc. I'll expound upon this point shortly. Alright, now that I've briefly explained the first two sections, it's time to talk about the most important part. How do you actually recover from this? What does a person have to do besides just reading the book? Sarno concisely and clearly lays out the exact steps a person should take to relieve themselves from the pain they're feeling. Simply, the plan is all mental work, nothing physical. First, you need to repudiate the structural diagnosis that you've been given. This advice was one of the most beneficial parts of the entire book for me. Ever since I'd received my MRI results, I became completely fixated on the structural problem I was told that I had. The literal image of the MRI and the official diagnosis completely consumed my mind. Like anyone would do, I took this information as fact and as gospel. I was completely focused on the physical problem I was told I had. I was also told to a certain degree that my body was very fragile. Don't bend over. Don't sit for long periods of time. Don't work out. Be cognizant of when you feel the most pain. Wear this back brace. Take these pills. Ice this frequently. I'd been so accustomed to this new, apprehensive way of living that my mind wasn't, allow wasn't allowing me to break away from these restrictions. This goes back to the point that I just previously made. My body very well could have felt pain in those first few weeks because of the herniated discs. 
But it was my mind that was prolonging the pain for months on end. The pain got a lot worse and my energy level diminished once I heard the MRI results. And now I realized that obviously was not a coincidence. The second thing that Dr. Sarno suggests is that you need to accept the psychological nature of the pain that you're feeling. In other words, it's not just enough to dis dismiss the physical diagnosis, but you must also start thinking psychologically and start focusing on your mind rather than your back. Sarno explains this by saying, talk to your brain. And the last major thing that Sarno says is that people who suffer from TMS need to return to their normal life and normal activities as soon as they possibly can. It's the most important part. In other words, ditch the physical therapy, ditch the chiropractor, stop the icing, and get back to actually living. There's a major physical and mental fear factor when it comes to this. So you have to go at it at your own pace, but you have to do it. Working out, running, biking, whatever it is that you do, you have to return to it. Sarno emphasizes that there will be pain when you start again, but don't be concerned because it's normal. That's just the TMS trying to hold you back. Rather than stopping, you need to fight through it to a certain extent and break through those mental barriers. Dr. Sarno ends his book by stating such a profound piece of knowledge that honestly, you know, I hold with me to this day. We're much stronger than we know and have the capacity to influence what is going on in our bodies. The mind and body are indivisible and in constant interaction. That makes for a magnificent organism of infinite complexity and wonder. In less than four hours, I had finished the entire book and my mind had completely been transformed. What Dr. Sarno wrote in his book, simply put, it just made sense. And I was ready to put this newfound knowledge to the test right away. I'll never forget this moment that I'm about to describe. I closed the book, got off my bed, and as I was standing in my bedroom, I told myself out loud, just bend over. I could feel my mind and body heavily fighting it, but I just kept saying out loud, just bend over already. My mind and body weren't listening, but I was finally able to override my internal system. For the first time in seven months, I bent over and touched my toes. I told myself, do it again. And once again, I bent over and touched my toes. It didn't look or feel pretty, but I did it. There was still pain, but I did it. It was in that moment right there in my bedroom, seven months since this all started, that I realized I'm finally on the road to recovery. All right, so I'm going to wrap things up there. I think this is another good place to stop in the story. In the next episode, we're going to pick up right where we left off. We're finally at the point where I actually found something that was going to help me recover. I'm going to talk about my experience more implementing the strategies that Dr. Sarno talks about in his book and the steps that I personally took to return to a normal life. If you have any questions or would like to 
reach out to me to talk about anything, you can reach me at Instagram at jim.doyle. I hope you have found this episode interesting or beneficial in any way, and I will see you soon for episode seven.